Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You ready to let the dogs out? What? Do what? <laughs> let the dogs out. You know, like, who let the dogs out? Who, who? Off the Hook, airing on offthehooksports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. Always available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Always available wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Is there a lot to talk about? There is a ton to talk about on this last business day of the new year. Happy New Year to you, Amanda LaPrada. Happy New Year, Dave. It's been uh, it's been quite the year for both of us. Uh, a new addition coming to the LaFrada family certainly outweighs everything else, but um, my, my, my. Uh, where things have come and gotten to uh, in 2022 with what we've done. And we appreciate your support. So please hit that thumbs up and like button because we've got a lot to get to, including uh, Joshua Dobbs, my thoughts and Amanda's thoughts on his play last night against the Dallas Cowboys. He didn't exactly have the best uh, opportunity in his debut because the Dallas Cowboys had at one point maybe the best defense in the NFL injuries to the secondary and, but they're still really, really good. Um, and I know they've had injuries. I know they slipped in the past couple of weeks, but that's a tough start with a team that has plenty to play for in hopes of improving their seeding in the NFL. And then there's the orange bowl. So we're going to have a breakdown, <coughs> pardon me, of all the opt outs. And you can check that on off the Amanda, back in the day, I used to look at, motivation for for men particular teams and i know we've talked about this before hi daniel yes it is game day hi nick you yo you yo yeah okay well you said yo right back to you uh but now i think you can kind of judge those there's a way to take a look at them amanda via opt-outs and you know, used to be it it was kind of this situation where you tried to determine the motivation for a team that maybe wanted to play for something more but they were playing for this and it was really difficult sometimes to put a finger on but now with opt-outs I think it's a little bit easier I think if you see guys bail for the uh, NFL or they bail out of their bowl game that gives you a little bit of insight into the team both teams Clemson and Tennessee have have done that and um, it's just accepted, like we've talked about, Amanda. I think NFL scouts used to look at it and be like, tisk, tisk, 
It was just short of getting in trouble, you know, like getting a DUI or something. It was just short of that. And now it's eh, no big deal. I don't love it. I know you don't love it, but that's where we are. I don't love it. I think Christian McCaffrey was the last, last uh, tisk tisk kind of person. Um, And after that, some people got on board with him opting out and some people still didn't. But after that, it was kind of an accepted thing. Um, But again, in the, now that we're in the NIL, it's hard for me to say, okay, yeah, you can opt out. Like, yeah, you should be able to opt out. Before the argument, these kids aren't making any money. They could ruin their career in this one game. Well, now, again, as we talked to Coach Landry, medically, it's come so far that if you do decide to opt out, why are you really opting out? If you're making NIL money, and if medically we've come so far that, you know, if you do something, it can be fixed in six months' time, why are you opting out? That seems a little selfish now. Uh, agreed. Speaking of, who's the last dude? Because I was thinking about this after we talked about it. I guess it was uh, on Wednesday. Who's the last dude whose career that we we know about has been just completely sidetracked or ended because of injury. So I'm going to go way back before your time. You're a young lady. But Gail Sayers was one of those guys. I'm sure you've heard the name for the Chicago Bears. He was the elite running back. He was uh, kind of the Barry Sanders before Barry Sanders. And he blew an ACL. And after that, he was a very average running back. So he had five, six good years, made, made the Hall of Fame. His career was over, done. Bo Jackson, we know what happened with the hip. He was never the same player, had to eventually get an artificial hip. Be sure to hit that like button so we can get more people in. We want the thumbs up button as much as you can. So that's one. The last one that I could think of that I thought really, truly had a much different career because of an injury was Dion Grant. And I don't rem- know if you remember him. He was a safety who played on Tennessee's 98 National Championship team. He got drafted in the second round, I believe, by the Carolina Panthers, suffered the same hip injury that Bo Jackson suffered. And he ended up playing for six or seven years. He was good, but I believe that he was going to be a borderline Hall of Fame type of talent. I mean, he was long and fast, and I, I thought he was really good. Who's the last guy that you can remember that suffered an injury and was never, ever the same or was done? So there's two. Um, 2005, Alabama's Tyrone Prothrow. His injury, where his bones stuck in the ground, that was – sorry. That one was done. He was done after that. And then the last one I can think of is Marcus Lattimore for South Carolina. He um, suffered that injury by Eric Gordon from Tennessee, helmet to the knee, and he was done after that. Yep, that's that's two very good ones. Um, yep. Two that uh, are, are more recent than both of mine and two that certainly affected, Mitchell just said Marcus Lattimore, two that affected their play and and, and, and really affected their career and their earning power. But still, we're talking about two, what, in the past 15 years? So the odds of that happening in a bowl game and playing for your brothers are even less because medical technology continues to improve. So 
Yeah, I, I think that I, I'm starting to look at look at opt outs differently. And as we mentioned, you're you're with child. It's going to be a boy. He may play football one day. You may have a decision whether or not he's going to play in a bowl game or not. I would have told you uh, ten years ago, before advances in medical technology, that I would tell my son to skip the ball game if he asked me. Have uh, you seen my husband? Well, you might not. Maybe you'll have a kicker. So I'll have an MLB player. I'll have a major league baseball player. I will not have a. I will not have a football player. Well, then it could be the major league ba- uh, baseball all star game. How about that then? Because a lot of people yeah, do opt out of that. So, um, I but I can tell you that five years ago, I would have said, um, you know, it. I could see it going either way, but I think you should probably play. Nowadays, I think you should play. I, I, I think you should play. I think the risk is not significant enough for the reward. And I'm looking at this as a business decision. I understand that Jalen Hyatt could go out there and blow an ACL and it might hurt him in the draft. But with the way medical technology is, man, I'm curious. I'm just going to throw a number at you. Let's say Jalen Hyatt was 100% healthy and he was going to be picked with the 20th pick in the first round of the NFL draft. By the way, I think he's more like a second or third rounder, but nevertheless. Where would he fall if he blew uh, an ACL? And how much money would it cost him long-term? It would obviously cost him the 2023 season because of the timing. But what do you think? Um, I mean, I think he would fall. A lot of these people who are doing first rounds want an, an immediate impact. So I think he would fall a couple of rounds, and I'm not sure how much it would cost him because the last big draft class that was just making a ton of money was 2010, I think, and they changed the rules after that. So rookie signing and all that stuff. Like I know some of those, it was Sam Bradford. So whatever that was, he was the last big time money, you know, guaranteed 20-something million dollars for your first contract kind of thing. Um, So I don't know how much it would cost him. I do know in Hyatt's situation, I understand his opting out a little bit more because he did so much this season and now his quarterback's not playing anymore. So I don't think he trusts Joe Milton to get him the ball. And I think it's if you don't have Hendon Hooker and you don't have that chemistry, you're not the same Jalen Hyatt. So, I, I mean, unless you get somebody who's NFL caliber throwing to you, you're not the same Jalen Hyatt. We saw it in South Carolina game after Hooker went down. We saw it in Vandy. You know, there was not much there. So he's basically like Guns N' Roses. They always closed with Paradise City. He's going out on Paradise City, which was one of their best songs. So I, I get that. Yeah. Um, I, and the Joe Milton thing certainly shakes things up. I think if he were 20, that and I'm just throwing that number out there, he would fall 10, 12, 15 spots. Now, my argument is that that he should play, the Milton argument aside, that's, that, that, that's a whole different thing, and it's a very valid point. My argument that he should play because of his teammates and because of what Tennessee has done for him is that you made a lot of NIL money, or a decent amount. I think the numbers are inflated, but you made a decent amount. That would partly cover any sort of knee injury. It's extremely rare to get hurt in the first place, even in football. I mean, most of the stars at the end of the year are there. And then 
part three medical technology. So a team would look at him and say, okay, we're going to chuck it for the 2023 season, but our doctors get to work on him. So he's going to be a hundred percent go 2024 coming out of the shoot. And I think you invest in a guy like that at, at receiver. Maybe you don't at running back, but you do at receiver and other positions. So I'm to the point now, if my son came to me and said, you know, he, 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 if he were in that position, I would say you should play, you should play for your teammates. You've made, I guarantee he's made six digits, wouldn't you think? I mean, Hyatt. Yeah, I mean, Hyatt Hotels. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the numbers are inflated, but I guarantee he's made six digits. So if he's made six digits, he should absolutely uh, play in this game. And when we take a look at the opt-outs, and I want to get to this Josh Dobbs things because I just absolutely loved seeing him have success. And, boy, the announcers just – crazy excited about him which i thought was uh super cool it's the down and dirty at 30 at 8 30 every morning a little late but it's brought to you by zach england of best of brock zach england the best absolute best personal injury attorney in chattanooga and he can stand toe to toe with those lawyers that the insurance companies hire and get you the money that you deserve if you've been in a wreck he can take care of you zach england a best and brought Zach's got your back. So um, let's take a look at the opt-outs really quickly. And this is on off the hooksports.com. If you're catching us now a little bit late, you have Byron Young and Darnell Wright coming back. Those are guys that I would take Darnell Wright over Jalen Hyatt personally, because I like his versatility. He's got an awful lot to risk or the same thing as Hyatt does to risk. So, and probably didn't make as much NIL money. He's coming back. Byron Young is coming back. That makes a lot of sense for his – and I'm, I'm talking about coming back for the bowl game, by the way, everybody. I'm not talking about coming back for a, another season of eligibility since everybody has 18 years of eligibility because of COVID. Um, Byron Young will, will be in the bowl game. I think this is a smart move by him because he gets to showcase his wares a little bit more. Cedric Tillman, I get it, dealt with a – the ankle injury that never really got taken care of. Jeremy Banks, Amanda, I think it's time for that ship to sell for a whole different reason than injury. Yeah, um, I think Jeremy Banks should probably continue on. Although I don't really understand him not playing in this game because I don't think it would do anything but help him at this point. I think he's kind of that South Carolina game left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. And I could see that from an NFL perspective as well. So if you're going to the draft, your best bet's probably to play in this game, but academically he may not actually be able to, which is, I guess, understandable. Yeah. I've heard that. And it may be a situation where the coach has kind of said, you know, maybe it's okay if you, if you move on. Daniel said, I don't see them as worried about injury. Like Amanda said, Hyatt's stock can only go down. I think that has a lot to do with it. Will play an increase or decrease a player's draft stock. I don't think Amanda nor I actually know because it's going to be up to the individual NFL teams. Do they look at playing in a, air quote, meaningless bowl game as more significant than playing with Joe Milton, who's not as accurate, or do they look at the fact that he may only have one or two catches for 38 yards because he played the Joe Milton, but he went out and played in the meaningless bowl game. So that's that's going to be individual assessment by NFL scouts. 
Uh, Joe said, talking about Banks, he's not academically eligible to play in this game, from all I understand. Yeah, Joe, I believe that to be the case. That's what I've been told, too. You have to pass six hours to play in postseason, um, and it's just befuddling to me. The only thing I can think of is Jeremy Banks quit halfway through or around the South Carolina game, which basically means you didn't take your finals. Because if you didn't keep yourself academically eligible to play in a college football playoff, then you something's wrong with you. I mean, I mean, I think we've seen something's wrong with Jeremy Banks. I think that's a very nice and good way of putting it. So, yeah, great point, Joe. I think he is in that situation. I, I guess the troubling part to me is, goodness gracious, by the time you, when was the South Carolina game? Mid November. By the time you get to that point, your semester's almost done. I mean, my son had yeah. classes or finals that he only had to make like a 70 on to still get an A in the class. I know. I, I wonder if he stopped after Georgia, after that loss against Georgia, because that would make sense. I like that's midterms. You know, if he was just like, screw it, we lost against Georgia. I'm not going, I'm not going to class. I'm, you know, done because we're not going anywhere after this and I'm just going to go to the draft. That my friend is a very, very good point. The Georgia game, the timing would make a lot more sense. Um, Or maybe he never started off in the first place because he didn't realistically think that Tennessee was a college football playoff contender. And that in itself is a problem. (laughs) I I mean, that's, that's an issue if you don't if you're not buying into everybody else if you're not drinking the Kool Aid on the team that's the issue it's a very drinking, big issue I am drinking my Kool Aid this morning by the way vitamin uh, the Vols uh, lose a handful of mid round picks to opt outs which hurts there's no question about it I think Darnell Wright actually would have been the most significant loss of all the guys that we've talked about of course we're not counting Hinton Hooker he's hurt but. Um, Clemson, though, I believe is worth worse off. Uh, Miles Murphy, linebacker Trenton Smith, they are predicted to be selected in the first half of the first round of the upcoming draft. Clemson had some other transfers, but most left on a uh, mutual uh, parting with the Tigers administration. So with Murphy and Simpson, now that defensive front is still going to be way above average got some new people on board please click the thumbs up button i mean that that defensive front is still going to be way above average but you're losing two guys that are predicted to be in the top half of the first round amanda that is very 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 significant i don't care who you are so at the end of the day i'll I'll tell you this i think tennessee hurt significantly less, even though the numbers were higher, by opt-outs. And I've got more of a question about Clemson's desire to win the Orange Bowl tonight than I do Tennessee's. It's close, and I've gone back and forth all week, but Amanda, where do you stand? Who has desire on their side in bowl games? Because you and I both know if one team does and one team doesn't, it could be 49 to 10. We've seen bowl games shake out like that. Who has the advantage of motivation tonight? 
I honestly, I don't think either one of them has the advantage of motivation. I don't think either one of them are going to be highly motivated to be here. The only thing I can think of is, um, you know, people running wild with the flipping burgers comments about from, you know, Dabo, which if you go back and you look at it, I mean, he didn't mean that Tennessee players were flipping burgers. He meant that, you know, dropping that game kept him out of the, the playoff, which is coincidentally what ended up happening to his team. But <clears throat> I think people take that and run wild with it. And then there's some kind of motivation there. My concern mainly for Tennessee is the fact that Jeremy Banks is not playing. We saw what he meant to either. I don't, again, that South Carolina game was so so shady and sketchy that I don't know what happened. I don't think any of us know what happened, but his absence was definitely missed. And it seemed like the defense didn't know what they were doing or maybe purposely just didn't do it, but we'll see how they play against Clemson. That's, that's my issue is Jeremy Banks is going to be, is not going to be there. And we've seen what happens when he's not there. On the scale of innocence and guilt, the, the far innocent side is they didn't have Jeremy Banks and they're already thin at linebacker. And with all the stunts and twists, they got confused at times. On the more guilty and nefarious side of the scale, the defensive players quit because he wasn't there. So I don't think either of those would be an issue because you've got a month to prepare and I don't think the players are going to quit because Jeremy Banks. So either either way, I think they make up for him. But I do think it's a very significant loss just because of defensive depth. I think um, a lot of the stuff they run is complicated. That's why they didn't do a lot of subbing at the linebacker position because they need people to be in the right gap. So I think that's that's significant. So we, we, we've got a, a, a bit of a new game that we're going to play. And it's going to tie into today's tough question. Then I want to get to Josh Dobbs. So today's tough question is now I want to remind you that uh, Zul Beer Company, xulbeer.com, is the official craft beer of Off the Hook Sports. And they're having a viewing party tonight, right, Amanda? So that's some that's some fantastic stuff. Worldwide award-winning craft beer, and you can actually park downtown. That doesn't happen. without. No. I get a ticket every time I go there. So um, uh, I, uh, I would highly encourage people to go there will you be there rocking it tonight getting wild and crazy um no my pregnant self is probably staying at home but i do know that they have a an event space in the back and it is 70 they have two 70 inch tvs fully like on sound huge tvs and there's plenty of seating back there and they're having like a little a little party kind of thing for Tennessee fans. So if you do go and there's, there's service back there, there's actually taps back there too. So if you do go just hang a left by the abridged truck and it's right back there. Awesome. So they'll have food there with the bridge and we've got some upcoming things. When the guys get back from Miami, they, they do have this football game to play tonight. So we, we excuse them, but we're going to have some meet and greets at Zulbeer.com, which uh, you want to look forward to. So, uh, today's tough question is going to tie into what you put on the message board and your opportunity to win a gift certificate to, we got a couple of different restaurants in, in hand, also a hooker t-shirt. 
Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'll do this. You can win a $25 gift certificate to the, how about to the restaurant of your choice in the, in the Knoxville area. But you have to play by the rules, okay? Here's what you have to do. You have to type in, and obviously with the way YouTube works, you can only do it one per entry. So if you want to get other people to like and subscribe and get them on board, then maybe they can win that gift certificate and a, and a hooker t-shirt. Remember him, even though he's hurt and his career's over at Tennessee. Um, so here's, here's the way it works. You have to pick the win. Okay. So I would advise you if you want to win a prize and you think Clemson's going to win, even though you're a Tennessee fan, which most of our audience is that you, you pick Clemson, you also pick the score. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to tabulate the score and then I'm going to reach out to you or, uh, yeah, I'll just reach out to you via the YouTube. So um, if you want to include contact information, that's perfectly fine. If you feel that's creepy on YouTube, I understand. But we can get in touch with you. So it will be winner and then cumulative score, adding up the score. So total points, total points. And just like the price is right, if you go over, you don't qualify. So you can't go. I hate that rule. Do you? Yes. Because okay. somebody goes over by $5 and misses the whole thing and somebody's under by ten grand and wins it. It's ridiculous. No. I hate that rule. I can tweak it. I can live with that. Okay, so we'll just go closest to. How about that? That, that, that works. That's All much right. better. That leads us to today's tough question. It's brought to you by AndyMasonRealEstate.com. Andy Mason and his crew have been working real estate in the Knoxville area for over 40 years. That's four zero, 40 years. Don't make a mistake that's going to cost you thousands or tens of thousands of dollars. Let me go ahead and start to get your predictions in right now. Who wins? What's the score? Win a gift certificate to the restaurant of your choice, a hooker t-shirt. We've also got some... Uh, supplies from Owl's Nest Barbecue. We're going to throw in. Uh, we've got uh, we've got some of the awesome treats that are from CraftTreats.com. Don't forget about those chill pills. They'll help with your dog and they'll help with the arthritis that your dog may be suffering from digestive issues. And also, they will uh, help with anxiety, which I know can be a big deal with the holidays around. So today's tough question is now. We'll let Amanda phrase it, but I got a direction. Here we go off the sports. We do our research. Have you done your research? We're working like heck. Today's tough question. What's the real debate? You sipping my soup, eh, Guadalupe? Exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker and Amanda LaFrada. You drinking my sake, Kimosabi? Oh, my God. Mitchell says Tennessee over Clemson, 31 to 30. So that's a 61 total. Daniel says Tennessee, 64. Daniel, give me both scores. That's you said fun. you said total points. Well, you I can say both scores. I can add tomorrow morning, but I want to I want to hear predictions. Okay, well you have to say that because you okay. just said total points. Okay. Good morning, Dean. How are you? Go ahead and give me the predictions. Daniel, top in there your predictions. Because I guess a tiebreaker if total points are the same, we would be uh, closest differential, right? Correct. 
Let's just turn it into an algebra formula. Um, so today's tough question brought to you by Andy Mason, realestate.com. And how do you want to phrase this? Basically, I want to turn it into Tennessee, um, Clemson. Who wins tonight? So we can go Clemson big, Clemson close, Tennessee big, Tennessee close. You're better at this. You tell me. CJ says Tennessee wins 34 to 30. Thank you, CJ. Please hit that thumbs up button. We greatly appreciate that. Amanda? So I guess we'll say today's tough question is what is the outcome of tonight's game? I love it. So how are we breaking down the options? going to be Tennessee, what you said. Tennessee wins by, I mean, we could do by 10 or more. We could do by less than 10. Or we, I mean, depends on what you qualify as close. I love it. Uh, let's go, let's go 14 or more. Oh, see, I don't. Eh. You go 10? I think maybe a touchdown or more. Or touchdown or less. Okay, how about we say eight? Are we Vegas? Well, I just like it because that's two scores. Well, let's say okay. or 10 uh, or nine. Actually, eight could be one score. You, uh, how about 10? Okay. We're in the same room. We thumb wrestle it out. Uh, I'm incredible at thumb wrestling, by the way. It's something a lot of people don't know. I have very long fingers. And I haven't utilized that skill in a long time. But just in case you're curious, I'm great at thumb wrestling. Uh, very awkward. Want to get to, uh, you're not a thumb wrestler person? No, I do the cheat where I do the, you know, this or whatever. And then I bring in like the, the person, the other one, a tag team, tag team, the index finger. That's highly illegal and frowned That's upon. That's the only way I can win. That is very frowned upon by the International Thumb Wrestling Federation. Well, it's a good thing that I'm not a participant or a member of that federation because right. <laughs> so, I have to tag team. I can't help it. CJ says Tennessee wins 34 to 30. Dean says Tennessee 28, Clemson 23. Uh, Joe says 38 to 34. Uh, Klubnik throws a couple of picks referring to Clemson's new starting quarterback. I got this weird feeling he's going to play well, that Tennessee will have to overcome him. Mm, we'll see. Um, Daniel says 34-30, Tennessee, a closer game. Uh, Mitchell breaks down the Pythagorean theorem, A squared plus B squared equals C squared, uh, which is a great way to determine dimensions of the longer end of the uh, triangle, in case you're curious. Gene says 35-30, to 30, Tennessee wins. Uh, Jackie says balls 63-24. to 24. That's a big one. Joe says, I think 10 was the right number, and I agree. I think uh, I think we nailed it there. I'm proud of us, thumb wrestling or not. So there we go. Today's tough question is up. And, man, the first segment flew by before I got to talk about Josh Dobbs. So here in exactly two minutes, I'm going to tell you why Tennessee's special, why schools like Tennessee are special, and why a lot of athletes and a lot of families are short-sighted just being obsessed with NIL deals, being obsessed with immediate playing time because there's a lot more at stake when you're choosing a college than those short-sighted things. So we're going to discuss that in exactly 
two minutes. I want to remind you that you're so fortunate that we all nowadays can get on board with anybody across the country and talk about your financial investments. And there's nobody better than GIAplantoday.com. That's Guardian Investment Advisors, GIAplantoday.com. What I love about them is they not only tell you where your money should go, but why it should go there. I spent like 10, 15 years not knowing. I just did exactly what my financial advisor said. No more. GIAplantoday.com. It's about understanding GIA plan today.com i want to talk josh dobbs here in exactly two minutes guardian investment advisors this is off the sports and has risen to the highest level in over 40 years according to the april 2022 u.s inflation calculator will your investments provide you the income you need in retirement are you losing purchasing power of your savings due to inflation simply stated if the cost of goods and services are eight percent higher and you're only earning 4% in your investments, that money buys you less of what you need. Right now is the time to act. Call Guardian Investment Advisors today. Hey folks, Gary Viles here. I wanna personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies located in Black Oak Center. And yes folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli style subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. This is Al's Dish Barbecue Supply, so come on in and see all the different rubs and sauces we have, plus a complete line of Green Mountain Grills. Don't be overwhelmed. We have plenty of help so you can produce the best barbecue in a maze for your family and friends. Barbecue is America's food. We'll do what we can to bring you all the best products. We're Al's Nest Barbecue, but Chattanooga goes to grill. Got cataracts? We can fix that. Never miss another moment with a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at cctis.com. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a Dean says, wipe your lip. What's on my lip, Amanda? Do I have something on my lip? I'm now very self-conscious about it. So I'm trying to rock the white beard. This is Dave. No, I think that's not me. Um, Dean said, Dave, wipe your lip. We get, you know what's funny? Is we could turn that into like some sort of saying. Like when somebody makes a, a 
a stupid prediction like the freezing cold takes. Um, Stephen A. Smith, wop your lip. We could turn that if we if we continue to push that for like a year, that could be something. I'm telling you, it stands out. I'm telling you. Do you, I mean, do you want to do that? Not really. Okay. So what do you, what do you think of the eight day beard? It's pretty white. Eight days. I got it trimmed up a little bit on the uh, the bottom there. It's getting there. Your thoughts? You're breaking up, Dave. Breaking good. up. On that. Doesn't look good. Josh Dobbs last night. Um, we don't talk a lot of NFL, but a point I wanted to make, and I think that every Tennessee fan that's out there, and I know we have some fans that aren't uh, Tennessee fans, they're college football fans, and you may root for another school. You just happen to uh, love me or Amanda, and we do appreciate that. Um, there's something that needs to be taken into account if you're a Tennessee or SEC player. And that is when we didn't hear about, at least I didn't hear about the Joshua Dobbs announcement that he was going to start until late in the day. And I think they kept that quiet on purpose. Um, you know, they could have gone with Malik Willis, Tannehill's out. Um, sorry, my white shirt is driving me crazy, but Malik Willis is terrible. Well, he's not terrible, but he's very inexperienced as well. So they go with Josh Dobbs, who's bounced around in the NFL for six years. And some of you casual NFL fans might not have even known that Dobbs was still in the NFL. Then suddenly, about after the show, unfortunately, I think it was about 10.15, I saw a Schefter tweet. Um, so we didn't get to talk about it yesterday. But if, you, if you're on social media at all and you're a sports fan and you didn't hear about Joshua Dobbs playing and getting his first NFL start for the Titans against the Cowboys in prime time. And by the way, I hate the Amazon thing. You can't fast forward as easily. I'm just so frustrated with that. But anyway, um, if you didn't hear about it, you, you had to be sick or under a rock somewhere. So... If you're if you're new just now, hit the thumbs up button, please. We greatly appreciate that. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Here's what is different about playing for mostly SEC schools, but I want to include Ohio State, Michigan. Um, you know, there there are just certain schools, and so I did I did a Google search, and according to Yahoo, Tennessee has the 15th biggest fan base. So. I don't know what they base that off of, but but it, it, it I think it's about right. I th I've always thought Tennessee, for whatever reason, in my mind, was about a top fifteen program. Okay, it surprised me that Ohio State had significantly more fans, according to this analytic research. And it wasn't just a Yahoo guy throwing up a; they actually used a, a real analytic system. It wasn't just throwing up one of those display pages, those those graphics that we hate during the summer. I wonder what? if it's social media analytics. Um, I don't know, but it was some institute. That Yahoo just quoted the study. Okay, so right. but Tennessee's fifteen. I think we. I, I would. I would think Tennessee's top fifteen. Right? You. I mean, sure. right in there. Right in there. Um, I think we'd easily say top twenty. So here's the thing about those those top 15, 20 schools that 
if if you're a prospect's family or you're a prospect and you're watching the show, you, you need to think about Reggie Cobb was dismissed during the Alabama game, and you and I've talked about this. He was allowed. He was one of the best running backs, uh, yeah, ever in my opinion at uh, Tennessee. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, I actually didn't know he had passed away at 50 years old um, in 2019 until I was writing this column. This one off the sports.com. Reggie Cobb got dismissed during the Alabama week. I mean, that's about as disgraceful as you can get. I remember where I was. It was Ross the boss on Clinton Highway. I was about 10 years old waiting to get my hair cut, and I heard it on the radio. He was able to come back in 1990 and get his degree. Dwayne Goodrich, who I reference in this column, killed two people in a hit and run when he was with the Dallas Cowboys. Served, I think, about two and a half years in prison. Was able to come back and get his degree. Tennessee paid for it. If, if you, I'll give you two recent examples. Stevie Hamer has a job with Tennessee now in, in former player relations, former athlete relations. Um, there's, there's one right there. Um, there are a lot of players that have opportunities at the university, but it's bigger than that. Andy Kelly, former Tennessee quarterback, sells insurance for State Farm. Do you think being Andy Kelly, who was – probably the best quarterback before a guy named Heath Shuler stepped on campus in the modern era of college football at Tennessee. And then things changed, as we know, with Peyton and all that. Do you think that helps him open some doors at State Farm because he played for the balls? Probably, but he's also, he's also really funny. Andy Kelly's funny? His signs are really funny on State Farm building. So I don't know if he's funny or if somebody else is funny, but... You drive by them. They're funny. I haven't seen his signs. Okay, yeah. so um, uh, Pat Ryan got an opportunity with uh, the Tennessee Titans to be their color commentator. Now he's he's the color commentator for the Vol Network. I could go on and on and on of players that have gotten opportunities either with the university or outside the university. So for all of these players that say, Amanda, I got to get immediate playing time. I got I got to go do this. I got to go do that. I've got to get my NIL money. I get that. But if you're with a school that's a, a Tennessee, a Georgia, Ohio State, a Michigan, an Alabama, there's not a lot of them that I would include in this category. Uh, for instance, Florida doesn't have deep, rich heritage, doesn't have big-time boosters that are there able to lend a hand if you need it, if your personal life has an issue, or if you just need a, a warm welcome to for a business opportunity. Those things should absolutely not be overlooked. I know they are, and I know I'm preaching to a bunch of prospects who don't care. They want to get paid right then. But I just thought the reaction on social media last night from Joshua Dobbs, and I want to talk about how he played, and we'll get to that, I thought was a reminder that there's still something to be said for playing for the Blue Bloods, 
there's something to be said for having that connection that may not be money in your bank account tomorrow, but it means something. I'll give you one last example, and I, I want your I want your thoughts on this. Uh, the uh, McAllen Castles kid, the tight end, he was stunned that they had food served to them. Yeah, when he was at UC Irvine, he got a stipend and he would do go do his own grocery shopping. He comes to Tennessee and he's eating filet. Those type of things in a big picture should not be forgotten. I mean, I'll close my point with this and then I want your take. If I'm deciding, no offense to Texas Christian, okay? If I'm deciding between a Georgia or an Alabama and a Texas Christian, and it's the NIL money maybe a little bit better at Texas Christian because they really need me. It's got to be a lot more money or I'm going to the school where I feel like I have long-term ties until the, the day I lay my head down for the last time. I think that's overlooked. I don't think it should be. Go right ahead. I'm sorry for going on. No, I agree. <clears throat> no, I, I completely agree with your point. And for unless you have an allegiance to like, if you grew up watching Texas Christian, cause I don't know if anybody really has ever done that. And, and that's just the school you love and want to play for. That's, that's different. But if you're going somewhere for the money, the immediate money, the immediate gratification, um, you know, that instant gratification is never pans out hardly at all in any situation, any circumstance. But what you do have to realize is these, these blue blood, programs it's like a fraternity and for what people can say about greek life there is a, a i don't know there's an advantage to being a part of it even if you don't see it right off later down the road you'll have a brother or a sister whoever you are um and and they'll immediately connect with you because of what fraternity or sorority you were involved in it's the same with ut athletics it's the same with these blue blood programs you have that fraternity for life and that's later down the road. That's a lot more important than your instant gratification and in a hell money now, because that money will run out. But these, you know, these connections that you have, like you were saying, will go on for a lifetime. You'll always be taken care of. And I think that should be pushed more in recruiting, you know, going to a player and being like, look, you have all of these people in your corner for the rest of your life. couple of great, great ones on the message board that I want to get to. And then, again, we'll talk about his play. But Inky Johnson. If Inky Johnson suffered the same injury at Texas Christian, does he have a very successful public speaking career? Probably not. I mean, it's a great story, but Tennessee helped propel him to that. Um by the way, Joe says keep the beard. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. And I, I've, I'm giving it the weekend, basically. Uh, Jackie said, uh, I'm sorry, let me, I want to get to back back to Jackie's question. Um, Daniel said, have you all been following uh, Grant uh, Furking? I have. He is the perfect example of this. He, From all I read, he is just a crazy special young man. Amanda, I don't know if you've heard his story, but at 16, he decided to start, instead of a mulch business, he started a, a straw business, a pond straw business. And he went from doing residential homes. Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. To now, to now, he is. It is one of the biggest pine straw distributors, and he he just finished his sixth year at UT. 
It's one of the biggest pine straw distributors in the United States of America. He's got corporate jobs in Atlanta, Charlotte, Knoxville, Nashville. I mean, wow. he has a multi-million dollar business that he built. So he's he's the ultimate example of this. But, you know, if Grant Furkin didn't start his business now and wanted to start it afterwards, now he's working with on three, I believe, and he's going to be part of their NIL and hooking players up with deals. And I think it's super cool. So that's a great, great shout out to him. Um, but I think the the Joshua Dobbs things was a great example. What did Joshua Dobbs do under a coach that I I heard all kinds of bad things about while he was of all, uh, I knew that it wasn't going to work out, but you never saw any discontent from Joshua Dobbs. He showed up and he, and he did his job and he is still so beloved. Um, you know, if he said, I don't want to be an aerospace engineer anymore, I want to start a burrito restaurant. That burrito restaurant in Knoxville would be successful. And as yeah. a matter of fact, you mentioned Tyrone Prothrow way, way, way ago when we were talking about injuries. Pretty sure he has a, success, a successful business in, in Tuscaloosa. Um, so, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think obviously football didn't work out for him because it was such a devastating injury, but you have seen. Uh, he was also like five foot four. I met him. I towered over him. He was tiny. Yeah. So, Just I mean, that, he probably would have been a better fit for today's NFL than when he played. You see a lot of yeah. those small slot receivers. So, um, Papa says, but outside of Knoxville, that burrito place would tank. I don't know. But, uh, Papa B, here's my point. If you have the financial investors, maybe it does well in Nashville or Charlotte. Maybe it does well in other places. And, if it's good. Well, yeah, it has to be good. I mean, we're assuming it's good. But you have to have those sorts of doors open in business. Now, either you can force them open by just good old elbow grease and hard work, or you can have some connections. And the, these players at the big-time schools have those connections. And I think that that's something that is lost a little bit that is very unfortunate because if you're making your decision, because I think a lot of these numbers are inflated. Listen, if you're getting $6 million in your Nico, that's a lot changing money, okay? It's hard to argue against that. But if you're talking about fifty grand. And you go to TCU instead of Alabama, that ain't a good move. That ain't a good move because you're going to have support for the rest of your life from multi multi millionaires at an SE school like Alabama, Georgia, or Tennessee. You're not going to have that at TCU. Not a bunch of them. Um, what did you think about how Josh Jobs played last night? It was much better than Malik Willis. So I'm all for it. He played the thing about Dobbs. He came in composed. He did not. He's not shaken. He he comes in and, and he does what he needs to do. And he runs, you know, he'll run for a first down. He played a lot better than I think anybody else that they could have put in there. And, and maybe including Ryan Tannehill because Ryan Tannehill is just not that great to, to me. Anyway, I don't feel that strongly about him, but. Josh Dobbs, for just getting there, it was insane. 
I thought how good he looked. And maybe that's his MO. I mean, he was like that at, you know, UT when he he was not great in practice and then, you know, he came out in games. So maybe he's not really necessarily a backup. Maybe he'll be a starter. Who knows? He could. And he might start next week against Jacksonville. Dean says uh, that white T-shirt under that black sweatshirt makes you look like a priest. I know. The white shirt is driving me insane. Dean calls, calls me Father Dave now. So do I look like a priest? priest. No. Amanda knows me way better than to be a priest. Um, a believer, but probably not a priest. Don't do that because it makes you look like you're getting a haircut. Okay. I'm just, I'm stuck with it now. I want to do the best I can. Maybe I'll try to change during the break. You you and I picked the exact same word. So when I was driving back home from the gym this morning, it was composure. And there was one play in particular where he got stripped. I believe it was late third quarter, may have been fourth mm -hmm. quarter. He got stripped. He got a very lucky bounce. The ball bounced right back up to him. But he was able to gather himself, gather the ball, throw an incomplete pass, which is way different than turning the ball over at that point in the game. That's composure. So that's something you can build on. Do, do I think Josh Dobbs will ever be an elite quarterback? No, but I, I think he's I think he's probably the Titans' best option right now. I don't think there's yeah. any doubt about that. And I would have him in mind in the future. You got to remember he did this. You know, he was just announced a starter and probably just knew he was a starter a, a couple of days ago, announced on Thursday. So um, I thought he played well. I I, I just I, I look back at what he had been through, knowing some of the things I know about Butch Jones and thought it was super cool that he's still in the league and still chugging along. I mean, I, I, Amanda, that's not the worst job in the world, being a clip holder in the NFL. But as a competitor, you want to play. And at some point, that's tested. And I'm sure it's been tested with Josh Dobbs. What does he do? He just keeps showing up and playing hard, and he might be a starting quarterback again in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he he's the ultimate you-can-depend-on-him kind of guy, if you if you really look at it. He's just Mr. Dependable. That's what I would call him. You know, he's always there. I don't know if this is a compliment or a criticism. He might be the best backup quarterback in the NFL. It's probably a compliment. You have some really bad backup quarterbacks. You have, I mean, I think he could start a couple of places. You have some really bad starters too. So, no, um, yeah, I can't think of one right now that would be in a backup position. I want to remind you that no matter where you are, when it comes to industrial lawn equipment, commercial as well, and also, don't forget about um, your residential stuff, your blowers, your trimmers. But they've got it all right there at Bassey Lawn and Garden in Cleveland, Tennessee. Whether you're in Knoxville, Nashville, or Chattanooga, Man Alive, it's worth the drive. Bassey Lawn and Garden. I want to remind people that are just joining us, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. But give me your score prediction. We've got a huge prize pack from Craft Treats, also Owl's Nest Barbecue. Also, a gift certificate. You get to choose the restaurant there in the uh, Knoxville area, or if you're outside the Knoxville area, we'll find a way to work that out as well. Uh, Minshew is a good backup, Joe. And uh, we'll hook you up with a hooker T-shirt as well. So here's the way it works. You give me the score prediction for the Orange Bowl tonight, as it is game day 
on a Friday. And what we'll do is we'll add it up. You have to pick the winner and then we'll add it up. And the closest to the cumulative total will win the grand prize as the balls of play tonight. So uh, Tennessee and uh, Clemson face off and man, I hope it's better attended to that cheese it bowl. Did you see any of the Oklahoma Florida State game and the Cheez It Bowl? And did you see any crowd shots? I did. Unfortunately, I, the non-crowd shots. Yeah, I think you, me, and our families could have shown could have had a better showing. I mean, it was bad. Um, How are people making money off of this besides just TV advertisement? Like, I understand that part, but how are people making money in ticket sales? I mean, you have to think of how many people they have staffed to work this event, like all this other stuff. How are they making money when you look in the crowd and there's like nobody in there? I think they're losing money in the game. They have to. I mean, I don't think there's any question about that. I think that I, 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 I think it is just a TV advertising thing. I think it's grouped together. I think Quite frankly, it expedited the 12-team playoff to get some of these bowls involved because they were hurting so bad. I think that's part of the reason that happened now instead of maybe 10 years from now. I mean, the NCAA moves slow on everything. The one thing they moved quick on was going from 4 to 12. So I think, yeah, it's money, and I think it's all TV. I still wonder what the attendance will be like. Um on the bowls that aren't a part of that 12, but that'll encompass a lot of them. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of equate it to in a lot of ways, uh, a radio remote. If you go back in the nineties and early two thousands, you could have a radio personality just kind of show up and that was enough. And, uh, a couple of hundred people, if it was a big personality would show up and, um, but, Nowadays, you, you've got to include stuff with it. And I don't really pretend to know what that stuff is, but just putting a football game together with no thought of advancement or elimination, that I think it's obvious by that Florida State game. That ain't getting it done. No, no one no one likes to do that. I think if you're, <clears throat> say you're the cheese at ball and you're sponsoring it, it should be a whole like experience. You should have, you know, you should get a package and they should give you all this stuff to go to bowl games just to fill the seats. Like, I think you should have an experience, like even like a a dinner catered and all that stuff. I know that sounds crazy, but if you really want people to get there, give them an experience. Or how about this? Okay, they've got what? 50 cents in a hot dog? Okay, so you just include it. First of all, if you have tickets left over, you should be giving them to the boys and girls clubs and different charities. I don't know why they don't do that more often to make the stands full. But what if you said, here's your prize pack. So if you're a local, let's say it's a Florida bowl, like the cheese it bowl. And you're a local and you have a Florida ID like Disney does. You get a discounted rate. And uh, you can upgrade it for $10. You get a hot dog and unlimited uh, soft drinks. So you soft drinks are so cheap for people to to like make. Right. So you're tagging on a dollar. You could sell the ticket for 
$38. I like that price point. Or you could bump it up to 48 if you want the additional refreshments. There, there has to be something you can do because you're right. When it comes to just gate, they have to be losing six digits worth of money. They have to. I mean, and it's embarrassing looking at it on TV. Like, I don't understand why they don't give the tickets away. Because it is. It's embarrassing. Like, you you cringe a little when they pan to the, the lack of the crowd. Like, you're like, oh. And I think also if you have two fan bases, like, you know, Florida State's been down for a while. So they're not traveling to any bowl games. Let's be honest. Oklahoma is pissed off so they're not going to any bowl games their fan bases you have to get people who are like excited about where they're going i think that was a bad matchup uh agreed yeah i mean no florida school wants to stay in florida i mean i don't know where you send them but you, you got to send them somewhere by the way i was talking with a media buddy um what is a cheese it the little cracker that's no no Cheese it hates being called crackers. If you call Cheese it a cracker around one of the Cheese it people, they will correct you every time. They will then say, why are they in the cracker aisle with the rest of the crackers? <laughs> Thank you. What's a saltine? It's a cracker. Cracker. But like this guy told me that they were super uppity about that. Like it's not a Cheese it cracker, it's a Cheese it. Get over it, man, because it's a cracker. What are the what are the knockoffs called? Nips or oh, it's not nips. Yeah. That sounds a lot worse. Yeah. Um, the sex bots are coming for you now. Here they come. Here no, they come. No, it's called something else. Anyway, help me out on uh, the message board. David says, "Amen on giving away those unused tickets." Uh, correct on the food cost for beverages. A good dog is. Uh, more than 50 cents. Well, even if it's a dollar, I mean, if you upcharge it with a Coke, a Coke's like 10 cents, even with the cup, right? So, yeah. Souvenir cup, maybe 20 cents. Yeah. Oh, if you want like a take home souvenir cup. Yeah. So I, have, I always get those. I always get those. I love souvenir cups. I, I think so that, many. I think that here are my thoughts and we can open this up to the message board. Would you rather have a good souvenir cup from a meaningless bowl game? Or would you rather have a good t-shirt sweatshirt? I never understood the t-shirt sweatshirt thing. Because it's just about a bowl game. Yeah. I never got that. That's, I mean, it's... I think if you're going to get a, a souvenir from it, you automatically just reach for the t-shirt. Because it's easy. Yeah. You'll wear it. like, And if you do go to different bowl games collect the t-shirts and then make a t-shirt quilt out of them. It's actually really cool. Oh, that's not cool. Uh, by the way, uh, I want to remind everybody, if you're just on board, hit the thumbs up button, but more than anything, well, more than anything, hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. But second to that, a close second is I want your score prediction. So tell your friends that, that they can win a prize pack uh, valued a couple of hundred bucks um, just by being the closest to the score. With the cumulative score, we're going to give you a gift certificate to your favorite restaurant. Also, a uh, barbecue gift pack from Owl's Nest Barbecue. And thanks to Craft Treats, we've got some chill pills for you and a hooker t-shirt. So, yeah, I think we're pushing 
couple of hundred bucks there. Odd spots. It's a lot of bucks. It's like deer hunting season. Uh, Odd spot says cup, but neither matter. Yeah, see, I love a cup. But I'm t-shirt picky. I have to, are you looking over your shoulder for a cup? Yeah, I have a cup, but it's from the Ryder Cup. Oh, now, see, that's super cool. But see, it was like 20 bucks. Well, it was, you could only get the souvenir cup if you got like a liquor drink. And I wanted the cup. So I said, David, get this nasty drink so I can get this cup. But I love the cup. Master's cup is cool. I gave away a master's pullover because I'm naturally hot natured. Like I wear shorts sometimes in December and January and December. And I told the person that I said, I want the lightest weight pullover with the master's logo. Let's just make it simple. So first of all, for those that don't know if you, you've been there, but for, if you haven't been to the masters, the food's super cheap. I haven't been to the masters. Oh, okay. I just thought you said you had, okay. So Ryder cup, Ryder. Oh, sorry. Ryder cup. All right. So the, at the masters, for instance, I don't know what it's like at the Ryder cup, the masters, the food is super cheap. Like you can get a pimento cheese sandwich for a dollar and 50 cents. And it's, it's like, yeah, most sporting events are, but if you go in the pro shop and you buy stuff, it's super expensive. So I wanted the lightest weight pullover, kind of like this shirt I'm wearing now that had the masters on it. And I asked the person that's going, will you pick me one of those up and I'll pay you back. And I said, just make sure it's lightweight. That thing had like 14 layers. You could play golf in that thing in the polar ice cap. And I never ever could wear it because I would immediately start sweating. And it was $169 that I wore twice and gave away. Ryder Cup, it was expensive for everything, including the pro shop. So everything was expensive. What golf course? It was Wisconsin uh, Whistling Straits. Yeah, that'd definitely be on my bucket list. Um, If I really sat down, it'd be that Army-Navy. So uh, we'll continue to take your uh, score predictions and uh, your opportunity to win a fantastic uh, prize pack. Coming up, I'll give you my prediction on the game, how I see things shaking out. We'll also have this day in sports history. How do we stand with today's tough question as far as a game prediction? Amanda, where are we on that? All right, so today's tough question was the outcome of tonight's Orange Bowl. It's here's your options. Tennessee wins by 10 or more. Tennessee wins by less than 10. Clemson wins by less than 10 or Clemson wins by 10 or more. At this moment, leading is Tennessee wins by less than 10. Is that 50%? Oh, close game. I hope so. Mm -hmm. By the way, we'll have coverage on Off the Hook Sports tonight. Caleb Calhoun and I will be writing. I'd say that uh, Jairo might have something in there as well. We'll have a post-game show that we're looking forward to. So uh, it's it's a neat way for Tennessee to finish out a season. I know that it's not the college football playoff, but it's pretty darn close and plenty of reasons to be optimistic. Look at my eyes. I'm not wearing contacts. I'm not wearing glasses. Why? Because of Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. They are absolutely phenomenal. They're in the Knoxville area, and they care about their local patients. They've been there for 30-plus years. And, again, they're local. They're not like some of the other eye places that just fly doctors in, and they never really get to know you. I'll give you an example. 
my doctor called me on a Sunday night to see how I was doing after a Friday morning procedure. Who else does that? Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. If you're not in the market for LASIK, I understand, but you may have somebody in your family or you may be in the market for getting those cataracts fixed, and they can do that. And again, local, they take care of you. They've got vision centers all over the Knoxville area. So Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn. How about some clearer vision? More, including our game predictions, off the hook sports after this. Sun, sand, and salt water, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK vision correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah. Hey folks, Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get the Vasti Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasti, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vasti's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vasti Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. This is Steve Rain. I own the Midnight Oil and Michelin Tire Direct service station here in Ottawa. It's not a fancy place, never has been, but it's a clean place with clean restrooms and good folks who work here. We sell gas and fix cars, nothing glamorous, but we love what we do and we're going to keep doing it for a long time to come. There's not many real service stations left and that's a shame. We're the guys just like the guys back in your hometown. We'll fix your tire, change your oil, and put a new set of Michelins on your car. If you want a Twinkie, you'll just have to keep on going. Thanks for the business. Day in sports history. Putting things in perspective. Exclusively on Off the Hook Sports with Dave Hooker. You're so old. When you were a kid, rainbows were black and white. And Amanda LaFrada. Two kids on the block just called. They wanted you as a backup dancer. This day in Tennessee sports history is brought to you by our friends at City Heating and Air Conditioning. On our YouTube page, they bring you Cooper Mays each and every week. We'll visit with him after the Orange Bowl. Looking forward to that. He's become a part of the family. City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. Integrity matters. It's nice to know that if you call somebody and ultimately the service tech looks at it and he says, hmm, I think this just needs this little minor repair that they're going to do that and suggest that as opposed to say, you need an $8,000 new unit. Well, that's what you get with city heating and air conditioning. Integrity matters over 50 years in the Knoxville area, cityheatandair.com. I know that we're about to get the warm temperatures coming up. So please remember city, city, city cityheatandair.com because that's when these units go out and that's when you need the proper assessment of what your HVAC unit is doing. That's city 
heating and air. So this day in sports history is this, December 30th. Tennessee's basketball team defeated Washington State University 83-82 to in the only meeting between the two teams. And Tennessee basketball uh, back in action and uh, the conference play has begun. The conference schedule is here. Tennessee with a kind of an ugly miss against uh, an ugly win against Ole Miss. That I mean, that's just the way Kermit Davis likes to run things at Ole Miss. So I don't think that you're going to see um, many of those games get up into the 70s or 80s, especially when Rick Barnes likes a little bit of that too. So the schedule has begun. Ron Slay joins us each and every Wednesday. Brought to you by Zach England of Best and Brock. Zach's got your back. Tennessee will play on uh, Tuesday. Uh, they will play uh, Mississippi State. Um, they'll host Mississippi State. Then you go at South Carolina, host Vanderbilt. And then Kentucky is the January 14th matchup that I'm sure everybody is uh, looking forward to. But yeah, this Tennessee basketball team, I think, is pretty close to where it needs to be heading into conference play. Um, yeah, I still think they're finding themselves probably a little bit behind schedule, in my opinion, but they're they're pretty close. And I think we'll know a lot more in about two weeks of where this basketball team's going to be and if they're in the uh, uh, strong contender in the NCAA tournament. I have no doubt they're going to make the NCAA tournament. So, Amanda, how do you see this game playing out? A, a, a great number of storylines. Motivation is one. Opt-outs is one. Cade Klubnick. Uh, gets a uh, prime time game after replacing DJ Uigalele. And um, uh, just a, there's a lot of interesting aspects to this game. How do you see it playing out? Uh, I, this one's a tough one for me. And I know I'm just going to get, you know, destroyed over here. Um, I, I, no, I've, I've really struggled with it too, to make sure you're feeling I mean, honestly, I I see Clemson winning this game, and, and for nothing more, I I see Tennessee covering, but I see Clemson winning. And if nothing more, they've gotten Clemson got rid of their weaker weakest spot, which is quarterback. You know, I think I think Dabo's love of DJ was was a little much. Um, for he was the wrong guy. I think they would have been better off starting who they have now. Um, versus him, and and he's gone. He's gone to Oregon State now, or he's transferring to there. He's already committed to Oregon State. But I just Joe Milton is <laughs> nowadays. He might be standing on the sidelines tonight. I know. Who knows? But I just think that there there's not a lot of tape on this new kid. Um, the you know Joe Milton for Tennessee scares me a little. I mean. He just does. I'm sorry. He he scares me. And I I can't trust Joe Milton in big decision when it comes to big decisions in games. I have a hard time trusting him um, to make the right call. So I think it, it'll be close, but I think Clemson squeaks this one out. Uh, two factors I think Tennessee will, will have to deal with. I think Kate Klubnick is going to be pretty good. Um. Yeah, I, I, I remember when they, they made the move to Trevor Lawrence and he, he came out of the shoot and he was good. So what you said, Dabo Sweeney can be overly loyal 
to players, I think that's the case with DJU of Laley. And I think they might be in the college football playoff had he pulled the trigger sooner. So I got a feeling Cape Club Nick is going to come out and play well. Um, I think this defensive front that Clemson's going to present is going to be a challenge. Um, even with the two significant opt-outs, um, I think that Joe Milton, we, we all know about the accuracy issues, and I don't think tonight's the night to ju- judge him with Jalen Hyatt out, with uh, Cedric Tillman out. Um, but a lot of people are going to, and it's going to be a long offseason for Joe Milton if he doesn't play well. So basically with, with the matchups, it's hard for me to pick um, Tennessee because I like Clemson in the quarterback matchup, even though I haven't seen as much of Klubnik. I, I like Clemson just barely uh, their defensive front versus Tennessee's offensive front. Uh, on the flip side, I like uh, Tennessee's defensive front versus Clemson's uh, offensive front. So I'm going two out of three of the main three things that I typically look at in a game. And I'm going to say Clemson wins a a close game. I do think Tennessee shows up and plays well. I think that um, I I think it'll be close and and playing close against a team that was predicted to be in the college football playoff ain't bad. I know the one thing that I will have a question after tonight, Amanda, if, if Tennessee loses, yeah, I've used this analogy before of the triple option and the triple option was, was kind of like an equalizer with talent because people weren't able to prepare for it in a week. And they were suddenly like, Oh man, we've got to face this triple option thing. I think Josh Heupel's offense is similar in that they make reads in the secondary that are very simple. So you can plug and play guys in. I think that's why Hendon Hooker has had such great success. Not a knock on him. Throws a great deep ball. But you have now a month to figure out that offense if you're Clemson. So I think that works against the balls as well. So at the end of the day, I, I will I will take Clemson to win a close game. But I also wouldn't be surprised if either team won by 10 or more because one team could show up with less motivation than the other. Um, that happens in bowl games all the time. So I think Tennessee is a mature group. Um, I think they showed that against Vanderbilt when they bounced back from South Carolina. I think they showed that with how they bounced back uh, after the Georgia loss. Those were both heartbreaking losses. And what did they do? They came back and, and played well the following week. So I think Tennessee has a maturity to play well in this game. Um, but if motivation's equal, I think Clemson's roster from 1 to 85 is significantly better. That could change soon, uh, but I don't think it changes before 8 o'clock tonight. So I will, I will pick Clemson, uh, and maybe we'll both get lambasted. I'll remind people that I want to hear your predictions, see your predictions on the message board and the closest to the cumulative score that does pick the winner. We'll win a prize pack that will include a barbecue gift pack from Owl's Nest Barbecue. How about some chill pills from our friends at crafttreats.com. Go to crafttreats.com and use the promo code off the hook and you get 20% off awesome organic treats for your pet. And we're talking about 
treats that can uh, have CBD and they can help with all kinds of issues, including arthritis, including anxiety, including digestive issues, but they've got regular treats as well. So treat your pet, use the off the hook, off the hook promo code, and you'll get 20% off. So, um, odd spots said, hope I'm wrong, but worried about this freshman quarterback for Clemson will be too much for Tennessee. If Joe can hit 50% on uh, deep balls, Tennessee has a chance. If he hits 50% on deep balls, I think Tennessee wins easily. Actually, I don't think it would take 50%. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't either. Um, what's your score prediction? I'm 28, 24 Clemson. Uh, we're, wow, we're really close. I'm 34-31. I think it's a close game that comes down to a possession at the end. Um, again, like I said, with these bowl games, I've covered enough of them to know that it could be Tennessee 48, Clemson 10, or vice versa. Uh, David said 42 years in food service. Your prices were correct 20 years ago. They have really jumped the last few. That's what I hear from my clients. Still beverages are cheap, followed by fries compared to entrees, talking food costs. Yeah, we were talking earlier about how they should make packages to make some of these games more desirable because of the cheese at Cracker Bowl that we saw last night, and there was hardly any fans there. Um, uh, Papa B says Tennessee wins easily. Get your predictions in there, guys. We want to give stuff away. So we'll uh, get in touch with you. Um Papa B saying uh, DJ's passes look like dying ducks. Yeah, this is an upgraded quarterback with Klubnik. No question about it. Um, uh, on this day 20 years ago, former Tennessee offensive lineman Dr. John Murphy surgically repaired my ACL. Good. I'm glad you got that in before the end of the year. So that helps in insurance. Uh, once had a wedding at my mom's house when I was like 10 years old on uh, December the 31st, so they could get the the tax credit of being married for the year. An impromptu wedding put together in like two days. Do I mean, I don't blame them. Do you want to guess what whether or not it lasted? I'm going to say it didn't last. <laughs> but I know somebody that got married on, well, they've only been married for a year. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, they're not even at the seven-year itch yet. Um, what is DJ's last name again, uh, Dave? Did I mispronounce it, Amanda? Is he making fun of me? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. I just choose not to say their last names if I can't pronounce them. I'm much worse at Nico's, but it's DJ Uagalele. I think I nailed that one. Pretty sure I nailed that one. Uh, loyalty is why Dabo didn't pull the plug on DJ earlier. Absolutely right. Um, loyalty is a tough thing. Um, and then uh, Joe Milton, four TDs, one of them rushing. Tennessee squeaks it out 38 to 34. I could certainly see that. Dean wants a chicken Philly. Where do you want your chicken Philly from? And we'll, we'll hook you up with that, Dean, with a prize pack valued at over a couple of hundred bucks thanks to Craft Treats, House Nest Barbecue. Um, all kinds of, of great uh, friends involved. Uh, our friends at Apex Apparel, uh, you'll get a hooker T-shirt. Uh, still wear it proudly. He's a guy that he'll be a guy like Josh Dobbs. Six yes. years, six years from now, Tennessee fans will still be proud of him. I don't know if he'll be playing football or not. There's a lot of factors in that, 
but he will get his shot at the NFL. He might or might not stick depending on how much he wants it. I think just like Dobbs wants to be an aerospace engineer, I think that Hooker wants to be a football coach almost as much as an NFL player, if not more. And But six years from now, Hendon Hooker will be the guy on the sideline. You're like, remember what he did. And he did a lot more than Josh Dobbs. Yeah. So we started the show with the fringe benefits of being a part of a big uh, university and uh, certainly uh, being a part of a big university uh, has its advantage. So we'll uh, hook you up, Dean, with a, a chicken filly. No question about that. All right, Amanda, here we go. It is time for message board. Bingo, here's the way this works. And you can win. Here's another way to win good stuff. You can win a gift certificate. To, Daniel says it's Uwe Angalea. Uwe Angalea. Actually, I think he's right. Is that better? Uwe Angalea? Pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Uwe Angale. You should have called me out for that earlier. All right. So message I think he did. I think he did call you out. I'm calling any. No, I'm not calling anybody out because I cannot. I do not attempt it because I would have to practice it. And I just there's too many of them out there. Uh, Tua. I even just say Tua, even though I can pronounce his last name. That's fair. Uwe uh, Angale. Yeah, I feel better about that now. Nico will be there, but not eligible tonight. And Dean says, Father Dave, just tongue-tied. Maybe a little bit. Um, I got up early this morning, went to the gym, and had one of those energy drinks, so I'm bouncing off the walls. All right, so let's go to message board bingo. Probably not good for me. Uh, but message board bingo, it is brought to you by our friends at Craft Treats. Go to crafttreats.com, use the promo code off the hook, or just win right now. And they have the chill pills that'll help with your dogs or pets. I'm sorry, uh, digestive issues, uh, anxiety issues, whatever the case may be, arthritis as well. And they're CBD infused, so they will help. So the way it works is Amanda reads a post off of the a message board. And if you tell us what team's message board it is off of, then you can win. So you have to type it in before I give you my answer. And I have to be correct, which is a great, great challenge of mine. So here we go. It is time for the game show that is sweeping the world. Message board bingo, Amanda. Titled Nick Saban. Went seven and six his first year at Bama with six losses by seven points or less. I'm not saying our coach will be the next Nick Saban, but I am saying we're winning a natty within the next three years. Screw all the bedwetters and I'll see y'all tomorrow. Um. Odd spot says Clemson 41 balls 28. Uh, hope I'm wrong. Travis says South Carolina. No. Dean says Ole Miss. No. Ooh, I think Papa B has it right. LSU. No. Not LSU. Mm-mm. If you had a better mortgage payment, do you? Oh, Lord. I know. 
Do you think that LSU, LSU wins a national championship under Brian Kelly? <sighs> I'm going to take the field. Okay, so that's I'm a taking no. the field. Yeah. I think he will. I think he's got about six, eight good years in him, and at some point Nick Saban has to retire. I uh, think he'll go to the NFL. That would be interesting. Um, it's really easy to win a national title at LSU. I will say that. Dean says Auburn. Big Papa says Kentucky. Green, no, Green Wave says Arkansas. No, I'm sorry. I've screwed you all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, uh, Papa B says Mississippi State. Daniel says Florida. No, they played yesterday. That's what I was thinking. This team played yesterday. That's why they're all right. Travis, Travis got Oklahoma. it. I was I was actually going to say Oklahoma. I wanted somebody to win. So Travis, let me go ahead and put my email in. Um well I hate to tell this. Uh I'm gonna stick with what I said before the beginning of the year. And if you remember, we got absolutely roasted roasted um i think you build a program in one shape form or fashion and i think this program is going to be built around defense and i know that they have sam levy as the offensive coordinator but i think at some point he gets another opportunity just like tim banks will get another opportunity uh, at some point as a head coach and he's tennessee's defense coordinator tennessee's built around offense i think with Britt venables there i think it's going to be built around defense and eventually the offense will fail them um, what uh, Green Wave says Oklahoma didn't go seven and six though, so you did make it a little bit tricky. What did Oklahoma? It's an Oklahoma fan. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's that dude that got knocked off the knocked off the Sooner schooner. Oklahoma was. I guess the comparison is that they were six and seven, so that's kind of close. Maybe. There- um, there's man, Papa B's pulling quotes out of my mouth. No way Venables winning a natty in his first few years as a head coach. How about no way Venables wins a, a natty ever? I, uh, yeah, I'm, um, yeah, it's not happening. I, it's, this is not, this is not the coach for you, Oklahoma. This is not the coach for you. No, I mean, as as a head coach, there's there's no way he's going to win a national championship. I've been, I said that about one other guy I was proven wrong about, and that was Ed, Ed Orgeron. Yeah, I, said, I think I, everyone felt I that said, way. I, I, I turned it was SEC media days. I turned to a guy. It was another writer, and I said, I just cannot imagine. This is 2019 when they won a national title. I said, I cannot imagine. Ed Orgeron winning a national title. I just can't see it. And they pulled it off. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Uh, for the record, Amanda and I are wrong quite a bit. So because we think Clemson's going to win, it doesn't mean Clemson will necessarily win. Uh, and again, I wouldn't be stunned. And uh, I don't think Amanda would by seeing Tennessee pull out uh, the victory tonight. But it should be an exciting game. Check out Off the Hook Sports. We're going to have some uh, gambling advice that's going to be on there on these prop bets that uh, Caleb Calhoun loves to do. And we'll have some other pregame stuff 
and we'll have a full wrap-up of the game tonight. So have a fantastic day. It's game day on a Friday. Feels a little weird, but it's pretty cool. This has been a presentation of Off the Oak Sports.